No, I don't think so. I I don't oh. know. I've seen some stuff about the new Resident Evil, so I'm not quite sure what your your. They added microtransactions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see that. And the way <laughs> I I saw there was microtransactions was, uh, well, well, I've told you I've uh, used to be uh, in a T uh, Team Fortress Two uh, competitive team. Yeah, you've I still talked have, about that I still I still have a couple of my old teammates. And one of them that was on the younger and more impulsive and edgy side that I haven't really talked to since uh, he went on kind of a semi-racist rant on our last team meeting, but I never really dropped him. I saw that he bought like three or four of the packs. I dropped like 10 bucks on it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what, what is this? But then I saw the Jimquisition this week. Yep, I did see that. There was some other stuff I, about it too. Changes in the things that they did when they in the remake itself. There was some hullabaloo about that. Yeah, basically um, making the game more grounded. Yeah, more kind of serious and in some ways like going for that kind of realism vector. Mm-hmm. Most of what I saw were people complaining about it because one of the things that people love so much about Resident Evil Four is how kind of silly it is. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I'm old enough to have played Resident Evil since kind of its inception, um, I really didn't get into the series until Resident Evil 5. I've never really gotten into the series. It just never was my jam. Yeah. But I definitely understand people being pissed about them adding this. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, like... I've I've gone back and played Resident Evil 4. I don't see what's so uh like what gives it that cult appeal, but I understand it's like it's very personal. You know? I think I think it's a, a product of the times. I think so too. I sort of like how when we tried to go back and play uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. But uh, there's just some things that uh, if you even trying to stay in that mindset of uh you know it's not the current year, it's the past year. It's tough to go back for some things. Yeah, I mean, you can't undo your own experiences. And that's kind of... Sometimes the problem with looking back on some of these games is... Whew, that Gaming has come a long way in my... In, well, in our lifetimes. Particularly mine, because when I was born, you know, uh, the high-tech gaming was... Oh my god, there's a dot moving on the screen. Right. Yep, I am uh, a decent, a few years younger than you. Yeah, which you still should be getting off my lawn. Right, let me just move my creaky old bones and I'll I'll get going, sir. I got almost everything primered. Everything got one layer of primer, not everything got two yet. Oh, I guess we should have done a discovery queue. No... I'm I, I was I was starting to fade. You might have noticed with my extra long pauses as I'm like, <laughs> come on, brain. Well, me, I'm, I was just having uh, 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 coughing fits, difficulties with your lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, my neck hurts. I think it's from that fall the other day. hasn't uh, still hasn't quite healed itself all the way. Well, maybe you should hit another deer to uh, correct it. I'll do that. Maybe it'll fix the dents in my car. Uh, undamage them. What an ever-living fuck. 
Uh, since we haven't had political stuff on uh, our Franken content, I went over to Reddit and I slash politics popped up. Trump mocked for claiming New York uh, City courthouse staff were crying when he was arrested. <laughs> okay, sure. What, what, what the fuck? Mm. U.S. politics is weird. Yes. Although I, although I gotta admit, this one did make me laugh. Anti-groomer Republican accused of inappropriate relationship with intern. All right. Okay. There's my save done on that. Should probably say bye-bye. Oh, I just stopped my recording. Oh, where's that? Stop Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello, Craig. So anyway, I started blasting. No, no, no Ted Cruz punching or kicking or punting happened. Oh. Yeah. I watched the news uh, uh, eagerly. I didn't see any politicians, at least not any that I recognized or knew. Oh, just, I could only imagine if you ran to Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you've seen uh, her latest dumb fuckery, right? Oh, you're gonna have to be more specific. She's done several dumb things recently. Uh, which, calling, which... Uh, calling for the, uh, the divorce of the United States, uh, red and blue states, basically breaking apart. Nope, I hadn't seen that one. Oh, all right. I mean, I live in you... a red state. Uh, we would become a third world country. Tennessee is right there on the line. They have some years where they just barely make enough um, to not need federal aid, and some years where they don't. Like, Tennessee's right on the borderline of being self-sustaining as a state. 
Which is interesting. It's in a weird state where they're so busy building this rainy day fund that they don't do any uh, social services or uh, anything. I mean, the roads are absolutely horrendous. So, yeah, they build up this coffer, which I'm convinced is not there, you know? Yeah, like it's some some someone's slush fund or something, and it's that uh, Jim Justice uh, uh, bought a, a bunch of Trump in, uh, NFTs. That, that's my theory on it, right? Because he wanted to go meet his hero. <laughs> it was very so. You know, for the listener, you're you're aware of this. Um, but for the listener, I was in D.C. over the weekend. There was um this. Sort of play, sort of educational thing that was put on um, for C.S. Lewis. Um, mm-hmm. what I, I think I explained this to you, but for anyone listening, C.S. Lewis, if you don't know, is an author. Um, he did do a lot of, of Christian allegory writing. He's most well known for the Chronicles of Narnia, although he also wrote the Screw Tape Letters. He wrote a number of sort of philosophical, religious um, textbook is not quite right, but but they weren't fictional. They were more like, you know, hypothetical pontification kind of stuff. I mean, he is a theist, um, but there's more to his work than just, you know, God am real, everyone else are dumb. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I don't agree with everything and all of his points, but he is is able to talk about it in a way that doesn't come across, at least in what I've read, as, you know, condescending towards other religions or non-Christian people. And so they put on, if this was like a four-hour production, there were two intermissions. Um, and it was, in the, it was a, a play of The Horse and His Boy, which is one of the Chronicles of Narnia stories. Mixed in with um, some dramatic readings of the screw tape letters, as well as some educational stuff, you know, some some mini biography stuff about his life. Yeah, this I can't tell that... if I'd be reaching for the suicide pill or not. <laughs> um, the 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 production of a horse and his boy was amazing. Like it was done by I don't want to sound like an asshole, like legit theater people like i've been to a lot of community theater events and they're fun certainly all of those people are more talented than i ever could be to get up on a stage and act right but this was on a whole other level you know these were like capital t thespians um so that production was phenomenal some of the rest of it you know there were some boring bits but i enjoyed it but like we won tickets to this event um we found out about it through my kid's school, and, you know, we entered. It's, like, one of those things of, like, ah, oh, we'll enter this dumb competition. We won't win. Well, we won. And so we made a whole trip to D.C. around this entire little event that we did. But, you know, we saw some other stuff. It, it was weird to be in a city, though, that, that has a functional public transit system. Because when my neck of the woods, there ain't one. The two biggest... Or the three biggest cities in Tennessee, Nashville, Memphis, and Chattanooga, have got barely functional public transportation systems. 
And like we got unlimited metro passes and we just rode the subway and the the buses around town everywhere for 3 days. Yeah, my sister-in-law went to DC a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh for a Girl Scout thing. And she was just texting Anita over and over again about how amazing uh, this metro system is. <laughs> yeah. So it's just uh it'd be nice to have some public uh transportation, huh? Yeah, it'd be nice to have some public transportation. I mean there's a bus system here and it's okay, but the segment I'm on only runs six days a week. Yeah. And it's like two hours uh between trips. So if I had to rely on it for like errands, oh boy, right? Yeah. Chattanooga, the Chattanooga area would benefit from a good public transit system. Um, it, it would more some more robust, a, a more robust busing system, as well as trains that go from Chattanooga to the other yeah, larger population the areas. Ah, I've been to the Chattanooga Choo Choo. It's really nice. I mean, it's you know, it's all a museum yeah, yeah, basically, but. Yeah, but, but let's- yeah, but let's be honest here. We're talking about building infrastructure that isn't related to cars. Yep. It, might, it might actually have a positive environmental benefit. And we both live in very red states. No way in fuck that's happening. Nope. Yeah, we're, we're talking about building public infrastructure that would create jobs. Oh, no, it might actually impact. Even worse, Jared, it might help black people. And, in my area, Mexicans. Oh, no. Yeah, my state... people. (laughs) My state is too busy passing anti-trans bills and uh, further criminalizing abortion to do something that would be helpful for people or the environment. I just passed uh, uh, open carry on uh, college campuses. Oh, lovely. Yeah, because, yeah, we don't need to worry about, you know, college shootings that are happening all over the place. No reason to have a red flag whenever somebody's walking around with a gun, right? No, no, definitely. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a, a another bad guy with a gun. Uh, wait, are you talking about the cops? You're talking about the cops, aren't you? Correct. Well done. You picked up on the political satire I was doing there. Yeah. I also want to get uh, a... Uh, just a bun- uh, you know how they have the uh, Joe Biden I did that uh, stickers. Yeah, you know what I want to get. What? Every time I see somebody with the thin blue uh, line uh, sticker or flag or whatever, I want to smack on their bumper a bootlicker uh, sticker. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's good. I want to do that. <laughs> oh, I just gave you a bad idea, did I? You gave me a good idea. Got to see a protest. I told you that. Uh, yeah, which I seemed very confused about where it wanted to be. Yes. Oh, my God. So on Sunday, Sunday morning, we were at the Lincoln Memorial, you know, doing doing the touristy thing, taking pictures of the monuments. Um, everything is open five days a week or sorry, seven days a week, but it's open 10 to 5. Like everything, all the the museums, the the mall or not the malls, the the shops, like ba- 
a lot of the restaurants as well, 10 to 5. So we were there in the morning. We were hitting up the uh, the monuments and checking out, like, the, you know, the World War II memorial and uh, the Vietnam memorial. George Washington's penis. Seeing George Washington's penis, checking out Abraham Lincoln's giant balls on his chair, you know, all that jazz. And uh, there was this protest that was gathering in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and around 10, 11 o'clock, um, they, they kicked off their, I don't know, revelry, and it was, it was Rage Against the War Machine was the protest. And they protested. Uh, I know a band that's going to be pissed. Yeah, they protested all day, wandering around the city, um, and eventually wound up in front of the White House. About the time that we were there, taking you know some pictures before we essentially left to Maybe pack. They're the scene I once. Yeah, but they are. I did some digging. Um, they're such a confusing protest group. I, I I don't know the cynic in me that's seen so much over the last uh, almost eight years now, um, you know after the Trump administration or you know beginning with the Trump administration, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like a hate group masquerading as peace protesters because it's somewhere between twenty five and thirty percent. Hardcore conservative, you know, right wingers, um, that are only like maybe one step away from QAnon people that are, you know, chanting, let's go, Brandon, and holding up like Joe Biden is senile. Uh, meanwhile, posters. they're the ones wandering around the city, and there's like maybe another 30 or 40 percent of them that are leftists that seem like they're trying to temper and direct like all of this hatred at anti-war stuff and it's like that's not how that works it's like that's what they thought they could do with the nazis and we see how that turned out but you know they they were chanting like we you know it, the, the chants were going back and forth between like let's go brandon and we are the post-row generation and um oh you know right. no more war and uh, you know, some real hippie shit, like, you know, um, what was it? Peace, give peace a chance, and, you know, the, rage against the war machine, they would, would, like, shout statistics about how many deaths have happened in the Iraq and the Ukraine war that were, like, civilian deaths, and, yeah, they were all over the place. Both literally in terms of wandering the city and metaphorically in the messages that they were were shouting. Just dumb. Yeah. But like I mean they was they were big enough that they made several national news outlets. Mm. Like the protests were. Or demonstrations or whatever. We left the DC Metro Police. Once they got to the White House, the DC Metro Police showed up and they like blocked off a couple of streets. We were like, okay, it's time for us to go. We don't want to get caught in this if something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We want to go home. But it was an experience. I want to go back. Um, you know, we, we only went to like three or four things. And we didn't see everything at all of them. Like we went to the National Air and Space Museum. Went to the National Archives. And then the Museum of Natural History. Um, 
and there was still so much we didn't get to see. And then I, I went to see, I, I actually went to the Holocaust Museum. Oof. Right. Yeah. Yep. But, you know. that That's a, a very sobering uh, place. I've yeah. seen bits and pieces of it. I've never been, obviously. It took me about three hours to go through the, all the museum exhibits. Um, and yeah, it is. It's very sobering. There's a lot of Holocaust history that I'm very familiar with. Um, you know, I, as someone who has an interest in World War II, like that was kind of what got me interested in history in the first place was World War II. And you start out with, air quotes, the cool stuff like ships and battles and mm-hmm. aircraft. And then it's like, oh, right, these were human beings. These are the war stories. Oh, there's this Holocaust thing. Oh, God. You know, like, I was, so I was familiar with the Holocaust, you know, beyond just, like, knowing what it was. But it's different to go somewhere that they've got, you know, like, piles of shoes. Um, and, like, you know, the actual literal, like, shoes from Mm -hmm. when they got to the camps and they were... Um, after they killed people, they stripped their bodies and, you know, took everything. Exhibits, like, talking about stuff like... There's some stuff that is grotesque as it is. You can kind of think of it or picture it. You know, death camps, firing squads, mass graves. Like, all of that stuff is terrible, but you can kind of think of it. But... And, and I didn't know this till I was there. But they... So, usually whenever people would get to the concentration camps, either before they were executed or right after, um, they would have their heads shaved. Men, women, children, they'd have their heads shaved. I never thought, well, what did they do with the hair? They fucking sold it. That's what they did with it. And it was made into, like, clothing and furniture and, like, stuffing for mattresses and pillows. I know, uh... I'm going to say it was the History Channel back when it was the Hitler Channel before you know, it became you know, you know, uh, uh, Pawn Star Channel or whatever they're running 24-7 now. Aliens. Uh, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Uh, they highlighted some of the stuff that they did during the Holocaust. And the one that stuck out to me is people that had interesting or well-done tattoos. They would actually skin them after they were executed and make, you know, like lamps and stuff out of it. Yeah, there was there was some stuff that mentioned that they didn't have any skin, um, but they did have, well, they didn't have piles of hair, but they had bags mm-hmm. full of, uh, I think it was animal hair, and like there was a little thing next to it. It's like this is not actual human hair. This is just a, a representation of what it would have been like to see you know, these pallets of, of human hair that were shipped out to clothing mm-hmm. and furniture companies or manufacturers. But it's like, you know, things like that, there were a bunch of things like that. It was like, oh, I never thought of that. I feel awful. Although, I mean, honestly, the the Holocaust Museum was one of the best experiences of the trip for me. Like, not that it was fun. I don't mean that, but, I mean, it is sobering. And there are... Yeah, there are, and I was aware of this, right? This wasn't new to me, but there are so many similarities between the MAGA party and Nazis. Mm -hmm. Like, 
so many. Just going through it, you just can't help but draw the parallels, huh? Yeah, yeah. And for me, it was like, oh shit, like, we got real close. And like, the danger is still there. You know, trans people, the the LGBTQ community, but especially mm-hmm. trans people, seem to be being given that that label. And we're, you know, two steps away, maybe even one step away from some kind of, you know, mass, a mass something, mass extermination, mass whatever. Around. Yeah, on trans people. And I, I hope it doesn't come to pass. And like, I'm, you know, actively doing what I can to fight against those bills in my state. But realistically, nope, they don't give a fuck. They don't care what I have to say. It'll it'll all come down probably yeah, because to you don't have Jeebus. I don't have Jeebus. So yeah. But so much to see, so much to do. Yeah. We're I gonna would go like back. To go uh to the Holocaust Museum at some point. I have a feeling it's gonna be one of those days if I get to go. I'm definitely gonna have to plan something I I, I don't wanna say fun afterwards, but yeah. So, something cheerful afterwards how about yeah. that yep yeah i went in the morning by myself and then got lunch and kind of rode the train around for a while because riding the train made me happy so i just rode the train and listened to some music and like kind of thought about the experience it was good to anyone who's who's never been if you get the opportunity to go all of those things are free um Following COVID, they, uh, not everywhere, but a lot of places, you start having to get tickets or passes. They're free, but you just have to get them. Then it's a way to help manage how many people are inside of those locations at once. I would imagine that those are probably never going to go away. Um, But, you know, you, you can get them. Day of, uh, if you try to do it day of, there's no guarantee, like, what time you're going to be able to get in. But, like, we were able to go to anything that we wanted to. It just was like, well, we got, you know, the pass that we have available to go here is in the morning, or this one is in the afternoon. But you can also get them ahead of time. So, all of that stuff is free. The Metro line, uh, it's $50 for an unlimited pass. Um... And uh, I think that's for a week. So we, we got unlimited passes just so we could ride the Metro around. And that gets you pretty close to anywhere you need to go. And then you can get on the buses if you want to get even closer without having to walk. Um, so we were able to stay with um, some acquaintances that live in Virginia and then ride the Metro in. So your only real expense, if you're trying to do it as cheaply as possible would be finding somewhere to stay because you could buy food. Um, you know, you could bring sandwich stuff or whatever, you know, you could, you could eat more affordably. Um, everything in DC is more expensive, like buying food there. But if you're trying to do it on a budget, all of what I think would be the best stuff to go for is free. And so you'd have Metro passes and trying to find somewhere to stay. I think you should go. Um, as a, a lover of, of history or science, there's a lot of very cool stuff there. I'd probably just get lost in the Smithsonian, to be perfectly honest. Oh, you could spend... Well, so the Smithsonian, 
I I did not realize this. I thought of the Smithsonian as being sort of one really oh, no. large entity spread out across a few buildings. No, it's essentially a complex of uh, museums. This, yeah, the Smithsonian is how many buildings? Seven, eight buildings, like massive. You know, three, four story buildings. You know you could get lost in the Smithsonian for a week and not see everything there is to see. You could spend an entire day at a, at a building and not see everything. Like we went to the natural history museum, which is, you know, part of the Smithsonian. And we, we were on the first floor for four hours. Yeah. I have a feeling if, uh, Adina went anywhere near the geology department, I, I, I may as well just, you know, uh, rule her dead because I'm never getting her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to spend an entire day at the National Air and Space Museum. Um, we went, we went in the afternoon, and we were there from for for four hours, from one p.m. to close, and we saw maybe half of the stuff there. I spent an hour in this exhibit uh, talk that was about the history of communication. They've got a, a ton of, of stuff from the moon landings. The Apollo stuff covers two floors. Oh, damn. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they've got, they've got the actual um, Apollo 11 command module there. They've got one of the Gemini capsules. They've got one of the lunar rover test uh vehicles got to listen to neil degrasse tyson do uh, a thing about <laughs> the the universe but they had they had several things they recently rebuilt the planetarium i didn't know this so it was the first year that the new planetarium has been open and it's the best way i can describe it for it, anyone listening is it's like you walk into a room that's a 3d or sorry that's not, not a 3d that's a vr headset like because the the screen is the entire dome it feels like you're just inside of you know some kind of simulation it's it's wild i've never experienced anything like it very cool very cool stuff all right that's i mean that's a good bit of freaking content i could go on but we should really also do the show yeah probably <laughs> all right you got a dusty up uh, firing it up now because yeah, you know, it's kind of chatting back and forth. Right, right. Oh, good. Audacity is actually on this screen. I'm not having to kind of drag it off. All right, I'll set. I think. Let me just make sure my settings are right. Check, check, checkity check. I think oh. there was a dropout at some point. I'm not sure where. So I have a. Oh, oh, hang on. There it is. I have a short dropout of audio at about the one hour uh, 30, uh, one hour 14 minutes, 35 seconds according to this. Okay. I think I was uh, opening up Chrome and uh, yeah, the drivers and stuff are still trying to get used to the new video card. I swear uh, you change something in a computer and at least for me, things feel wonky for a bit. Yeah. So, at least I gave you a timestamp of uh, where to look. 
You did. Thank you. And it's a. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was while you were talking. Uh, so th- there shouldn't be a, uh, a issue on me. And it is. Looks like about two seconds long of a gap. Okay. So I'm doing my initial save. Uh, uh, remove the dropout. Uh. Because it's not going to post that anyway. It was just a, a flag. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Boy, twelve thirty. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm glad put... I don't have anything major planned for tomorrow. Dinner was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I've got tomorrow is work. Um. Maybe playing vampire. I mean, if my throat is sore tonight. Mm-hmm. And I go to work and do therapy all day tomorrow. My voice will be shot. I won't be able to play. So I may or may not be playing tomorrow night. But, I mean, other than work, I don't have anything major planned. Really, I don't feel like work is major per se. I just, you know, have to do that. All right. I'm going to put Craig to bed. Good night, Craig. Night. Night.